Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. So this week's Parsha is Parsha Yisro. And here we have a one of the most significant events that transpires throughout the entire Torah. Aside from, obviously, the events that just happened, which was that the Jews were taken out of Egypt. And what happens here is that the Jews get the Torah. They get the Ten Commandments. And here, it's... It says, and Israel and Israel camped there, um, and it says Israel camped there in a, in a singular um, tense. And Rashi comments on it, and he says that this is because they were like one man with one heart. And so there's very many instances where there's plural and singular. Um, in our parsha and in other places, and Rashi doesn't comment that there. And to contrast that with, with a similar kind of verbiage that's used is when the, the is when the nation of Egypt is running after the Jews just prior when they're when they get swallowed up by the sea, and it says Noseach that they went after them. That the Egyptians journeyed after them, and they so it is also in this singular tense. And Rashi says there is because they were so they were also had one heart. They were like lev echad. They had one heart. So what? But here Rashi also when he's talking about the, this event with with the with the Jews, he's saying Israel camped there, right? Versus the other he takes away the Mitzrayim. So what we learn from this compare and contrast is something fundamental. And the fundamental idea here is is that the prerequisite for unity that's lasting stems from from the essence of the Jews, which is them as Israel. And that's why Rashi negated adding the, the, the heading of Mitzrayim. Right, that they traveled there rather than Mitzrayim traveled after traveled after them. That Mitzrayim traveled after them. Uh, uh, compared to what's what's said is what Rashi quotes as they traveled after them. Why? Because what united the the Mitzrayim. Like so, some they had varying levels of hatred towards the Jews. Some hated them. Like Pharaoh hated the Jews, right? But some people begged Pharaoh to let the Jews go, and and, and between people, right? But when they went after the Jews, it was with a united front. They, they hate, it was with full hatred. And that was, without, therein lied their unity. So it wasn't, it wasn't an inherent unity, right? Mitzrayim wasn't united. The, the cause was united. So there's a significant difference, right? You're not united as a people, you're united in, as a cause. And here we can see, right, like just a thing which is, people putting up the flag stand with Ukraine right or these different other causes that are that are, that are found in our day-to-day life that this is not a unification of Canada right it's a unification of people who are interested in supporting the the war in Ukraine whatever your whatever your opinions are that this the, the idea is is that the cause right the hatred for Russia right or the hatred of something else is the unification of these disparate individuals who are not aligned in their in in their 
inherent unity, but are aligned with a specific cause. And that is fueled by the heart, which is a hatred and an anger. And now, right, when you, when you have the Jews, so what are the Jews? The Jews have, a, have an inherent unity. And the inherent unity is that the Yisrael, they all have Yisrael. And we know that we ha- our souls are, have various five different levels, the highest of which is Yechidah Shabbat right? The, the unity of the soul where it's completely united to God and with God. And more than that, it's united with, every, with all other Jews. Right, so there's a there's an there's a prerequisite inherent presupposed unity that exists within the Jews. But when when was that revealed? That that inherent unity was revealed when they were getting the Torah, right? When there was a revelation higher than themselves that completely nullified and leveled all divisions amongst them. Yes, there's different people, right? So everyone prepared for the getting of the Torah according to their own level, according to how they how they could receive the Torah, right? Some some people went higher, some people went low, lower, and so on and so forth, right? But we prepare for things differently. But nonetheless, the revelation of what they were pre- preparing for dismantled any of these diver- uh, of these differences in their levels of how they were getting the Torah. They were one man, right? They were one person. At the level of Yechidah Shabbat at the level of their of their quintessential essence, of their of their souls being unified together, they were one man, with one heart, right, with one aim, right. They they were they with the, with the love of God, with the love of each other, with a brotherhood, and and with one heart, right. Their their heart, their desire, their drive, their aim, their goal, their purpose, their passion, all those things associated with what one would recognize as a heart were one. It's like Nasav and Nishma. You'll do and then we'll say. Sorry, we'll we'll do and then you'll say. So this contrasts starkly the 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 unity that that was seen by the Egyptians, right? When they were when they were going against the Jews. And this you can see in our world today and our world today is cancel culture that what's crazy is is you you have these people who are interested in some sort of cause whatever that cause is whether it be standing with Ukraine whether it be um, you know these I don't want to say whatever Lahavdil the LGBTQ stuff or or you know the the inclusive inclusivity right in- inclusiveness but inclusiveness is is relative to something else like exclusiveness so there must be exclusiveness for there to be inclusiveness but what you have is right so somebody is inclusive 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 and then oh it reaches the point they're so inclusive that they become exclusive and then it becomes the, they're canceled so what do i mean by this what i mean is the un- the unification of all these different causes of all these different communities the lgbtq community is a community because they're against something else right what's the against something else the against something else is the people who are who, who are not lgbtq or feminists right so then you can see i don't want to get make this become political but it's not really my point here is is that everyone here is in a cause but when that cause is disaligned from another cause it's disenfranchised from the from the cause then the hatred unifies everyone else and vilifies everyone else against this one person who was formerly with this cause but now 
they are vilified. They become they become the victim and they're canceled. So my, my point here is to kind of just emphasize how this cancel culture, which is that everyone fundamentally is driven, or not everyone, but today's culture is driven by this mass hysteric headless chicken kind of approach to this person says something that's not aligned with this thing, hate them, and we're unified all against them. Why? Because we can all we can all agree that we hate what is against the current motto. But as a whole, they're not unified. As a whole, there is no body of unity. But what but how can we unify it? How can we unify them? And this is what the Rebbe says and it happened with the revelation of the Torah. It happened at the giving of the Sinai. And this is something that Jews have inherently is that we have all one body, one being. Right? We're one man with one heart. And by the revelation of the Torah, it's something greater than the world. It's greater than us. And this is the, and it's the revelation of the Torah and thus godliness. That there is a greater power and and by 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 being unified with one heart and with the revelation of of one god a, a god who is beyond everything beyond all creation we then see the unity of us all and we can see this like inside of us as as human beings on a biological level right you have many processes that are in conflict with one another Right, you have wars raging within the biological makeup of your, uh, uh, of yourself on on a cellular on a cellular level. Right, you have cells killing one another. Right, you have these crazy wars. But then you zoom out, right, and then, well, we're a being, and we're unified in those in those diverse conflicting in those diverse conf- conflicting. Um, processes that then when you zoom out they become unified and so on and so forth you can see right how things that seem to be in conflict with one another but as you zoom out it really shows the unity of it and this is the analogy that I see with respect to the the manifestation and the revelation of godliness to show us and emphasizes the unity of our being. And Car- Carl Jung wrote a book about called the the un- undiscovered self. And he, in it, he kind of discussed how the greatest crime of the twenty first century was of the twentieth century at that time. The twentieth century was the quote unquote killing of God. Right, taking God out of society, and as a result, he says. So then, what what are you left with? If you're le- when you take God out of society, then you're left with one structure that is the greatest structure of all, and that is the government, the governmental system, the state. That then becomes God, right? And so, what you're left with is then whatever the state says is good is good. Whatever the state is, says is bad is bad. And this is like this movable this movable morality right this movable air of of no concrete values and this is kind of what we see today with this cancel culture but more than that when you don't have something higher than yourself all we're left with is is, is these levels all we are left all we're left with 
is our our divisions in in who we are, right? This person is this, that person is this, this person's a a, a, a teacher, that person, right? And as a result, we're left really with these divisions. And these divisions then become the attempt to unify them based on the divisions, but it never works. So then how do we unify them? How we unify them is by all by by understanding that there's something greater than us all, and that's God. And we as Jews have a singular essence, a singular identity as Yidin. And by teaching the world around us that there is one God, they can tap into our essence. They can tap into the understanding and the unity of godliness and the fact that we're all in one world. If you zoom out, it doesn't matter how distinct you are. It doesn't matter how, how narcissistic. It doesn't matter how egotistical. It doesn't matter how, how selfless you are. You don't see yourself on, on, on the globe. All you see is the oceans and the big land masses and you're nothing on them. And we're all unified in that space. We're all unified in that space. We don't need a cause to unify us. We need the understanding of our very being, of who we are as individuals, as people, that we share an earth, we share a space, we share a soul. And therein lies our prerequisite for unity. And then when we get that down, that we're, that we're not at odds with one another, we're not meant to, to be at war with one another. Yes, there's a, there's a state, but we make up that state. So something has to be higher than that state. Something has to be higher than the, than the governmental systems that, that, that control us. And that is God. And our unity within God. And when we understand that and see that really in our world, and make that apparent in our world by telling, by teaching it to, 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 to Jews and non-Jews, then we make it real. But until then, we can see that the that the unification by 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 the non by the non-Jews is in only through hatred. By hating something else, that's how we unify. So there will always need something to be hated. So there will never be a true unity because something will always need to be the brunt of this cancel culture, of this, of this thing that, that, that just wants to find something to attack in order to keep everyone united. And we see this time and time again. With, with respect to America, there's always been a unifying factor that has unified America, which is what? War, right? World War One, World War Two, Gulf War, right? Then it became then it be, so it was first hating the Russians, then it became hating the, the 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 Muslims, and now it's I think I don't know maybe hating Russia again. So, but the point is, there's always something to be to hate in order that your country or your being becomes one and united. But that isn't the true unity the true unity is what the Jews felt and feel at the giving of the Torah 
is that our essence is united by us initially being one man because our souls are united through what? The giving of the Torah, which gives us something greater than ourselves and levels all, nullifies all differences and, and levels between us as a, as a being and become one body. So the, the one foot, one finger, one head, they're, they're not different from each other. They are just one, Yisrael. So, L'chaim, L'chaim, Shabbat Shalom, that we should not, that we should be united, that we should really, truly be united and show the world how to be united.